Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Tuesday, March 12. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. And uh, happy Tuesday to everybody. And uh, let me uh, pray for today. Um, Heavenly Father, uh, so much we are processing, so much we're thinking about, um, some really heavy things to to deal with, some really great things to be able to embrace. And uh, I ask God as we look at this passage today, uh, may your spirit give us good wisdom and good insight, and uh, not only good insight and wisdom, but also application to our lives. We ask this in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, it's the message day, MSG. Yes. Isaiah chapter 59, verse 14, through Isaiah chapter 60, verse 7, interestingly. Well, it's because... It's because of the way it yeah, chunks so all the... Yeah, so you just have to kind of like guess where one thing Yeah, because the message does that. It chunks a ton of verses together. Yeah. It doesn't really differentiate. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. I get all right, it. you got it. All okay. Right. Our wrongdoings pile up before you, God. Our sins stand up and accuse us. Our wrongdoings stare us down. We know in detail what we've done. Mocking and denying God, not following our God spreading false rumors, inciting sedition, pregnant with lies, muttering malice. Justice is beaten back. Righteousness is banished to the sidelines. Truth staggers down the street. Honesty is nowhere to be found. Good is missing in action. Anyone renouncing evil is beaten and robbed. God looked and saw evil looming on the horizon. So much evil and no sign of justice. He couldn't believe what he saw. Not a soul around to correct this awful situation. So he did it himself took on the work of salvation, fueled by his own righteousness. He dressed in righteousness, put it on like a suit of armor, mm-hmm. with salvation on his head like a helmet, put on judgment like an overcoat, and threw a cloak of passion across his shoulders. He'll make everyone pay for what they've done, fury for his foes, just deserts for his enemies. Even the far-off islands will get paid off in full. In the west, they'll fear the name of God. In the east, they'll fear the glory of God. For he'll arrive like a river in in flood stage, whipped to a torrent by the wind of God. I'll arrive in Zion as Redeemer to those in Jacob who leave their sins. God's decree. As for me, God says, this is my covenant with them, my spirit that I've placed upon you and the words that I've given you to speak. They're not going to leave your mouths, nor the mouths of your children, nor the mouths of your grandchildren. You will keep repeating these words and won't ever stop. God's orders. Subheading people returning for the reunion. Get out of bed, Jerusalem. Wake up. Put your face in the sunlight. God's bright glory has risen for you. The whole earth is wrapped in darkness. All people sunk in deep darkness. But God rises on you. His sunrise glory breaks over you. Nations will come to your light, kings to your sunburst brightness. Look up. Look around. Watch as they gather. Watch as they approach you. Your sons coming from great distances, your daughters carried by their nannies. When you see them coming, you'll smile, big smiles. Your heart will swell and, yes, burst. All those people returning by sea for the reunion, a rich harvest of exiles gathered in from the nations, and then streams of of camel caravans as far as the eye can see, young camels of nomads in Midian and Ephah. Pouring in from the south from Sheba, loaded with gold and frankincense, 
preaching the praises of God, and yes, a great roundup of flocks from the nomads in Kedar and Nabioth, welcome gifts for worship at my, at my altar as I bathe my glorious temple in splendor. Well, I wish I'd had that all along because all that stuff, I mean, camel caravans, there's great stuff I have always wanted to travel in a camel caravan. Have you really? Yes. This, could this is an insight. You don't know this about me. I've always wanted to go to Saudi Arabia and travel across the desert. Really? Yeah, and eat dates. Have you, you know, seen like that movie, dates. Not Without My Children? That happens in Iran, <laughs> okay. not Saudi Arabia. And um, I have seen that movie. And I know. in spite of that, I have many Iranian friends, and I would go there too. And if they have I'm a desert, totally, totally I would travel you. across it. They have big mountains there. I, really, I know that's that. That's pretty cool. No, I've always wanted to do that. I want to go. As a child, I really wanted to go there. I, well, I, I read stories about um, race horses. Inside. Yeah, you know, no, it's they, beautiful. They it's fantastic. Horses, so oh, that's really cool. I didn't, I didn't know that. that about you. Yeah, I, I, I learned some, about it a lot. I learned, some, I learned something new. I don't talk about it a lot. It's All one right. of those That's um, good. Here we go. Uh, here's a t- the question for today, uh, based on this particular paraphrase of the message uh, on this passage. And here, here it is. Which of the following is the biggest problem for you? Ready? Mocking and denying God, not following God, spreading false rumors, inciting sedition, or muttering malice. What about for people in your social circle? <laughs> yeah, you know, you notice in the, yeah, in the, in the message, message yeah. it, it does very, it. Right it says our wrongdoings piled up before you, yeah. God, and then it names what these Inciting, wrongdoings are. Muttering, yeah. Yeah, and they're just kind of interesting. I mean, I don't think, I, I didn't write about this in Daily Rock, but right away I thought inciting sedition sounds like a good thing, <laughs> like something a person should be doing. But um, other than that... Uh, well, I, I, I mean, yes. I mean, it's always very easy to see what other people do. Well, like, oh, yes, yeah, everybody always, I know always, does all those things. Always, so. always easier to point out what other people are doing. I was talking about this to somebody just uh, just the other day, actually, about the fact that uh, there's this really great book um, by Henry Cloud on you know guarding your boundaries, knowing your boundaries, and and talking about relationships and and where he he pushes forward the idea that you know you can take care of your world. Um, but you can't really fix other people's worlds all the time. And sometimes you're so dissatisfied in your relationship because you're dissatisfied with somebody else. And yeah. you want to fix you want to fix and change them all the time. And uh, and knowing that, you know, you're taking care of your territory is one thing, but but somebody else, there's only so much you can do. Although the thing and is I that th- the things that other people do do affect you. Well they do. You know, and if people are spreading absolutely. rumors about you or absolutely. whatever, it affects you. Well, absolutely. And and that's actually part of the relationship of you know building trust. That's why you have to fix them so they'll stop well, messing up your life. Well, yes. <laughs> you know? I mean <laughs> that's one way of looking at it is that because we have to live with other people, we have to have some accountability. Well, and that's where the social circle becomes really important, right? Uh-huh. What about people in your social circle? And, and if you feel that they are mocking or denying God? I don't hear people do that a lot. I mean, I, w- I was thinking about that. I suppose. I Well, I think denying God do. for me, I, I do see a lot of people doing that. I would say not following God. I'm yeah. probably, probably most of us are guilty of that. But that can, I mean, that can be difficult. Are you deliberately not following God or is it? You don't clearly know what you're supposed to be doing yeah. in relation to following God. Um, I mean, there's probably a bit of both of those things going on with most people. I, I was saying mine is definitely muttering malice. If by that, um, like that means the, like the, complaining constantly and just kind of. 
<laughs> moaning about everything. I was taught, was it last year that, because uh-huh. I wrote about this, that for one year for Lent, I said I was giving up complaining. Was that last year or two years I ago? I can't remember if it was last year or the year I before that. I don't remember. It was but the hardest that. thing yes. ever. Yes. Like I've given up other things. This year I've given up um, having fun and having any kind of a life. That's what I've it's given really up for Lent. It's really wonderful. And it's just, that was sort of an inadvertent <laughs> thing that just happened to me. Um, I didn't even realize that Lent had started. And it was like, oh yeah, that's on. Yeah, let me just add that onto um, it. I realized it because at the university they were passing out these postcards oh, reminding yeah. us to put ashes on our foreheads, which I, I don't do that anyway. But I was like, oh, okay, it's that time of year. I'd be horrified. You know, I mean, look, I, I see, I think that the difficulty is that uh, there are people who do spread false rumors. Yes. Um, but the question is, do they do it because they think it is a false rumor? I think or because that they, they often think, think it's, it's true. true. Um, I think that's the issue is that people think it's true and that's why they share it. Well, it's interesting because today it happened to be in the news again that the MMR the measles outbreaks and all of that has come back into the news because there's there are a ton of measles outbreaks. There's oh, a yeah. one in Washington State that's cost the state a million dollars so far, and it comes from anti-vaccination propaganda mm. that comes from a debunked study of what two decades ago, mm. and that's the kind of thing where okay, it's a false rumor that there's an association between the MMR vaccine and autism. It's been scientifically disproven repeatedly. But the rumor continues. And did the people who published that study in the first place know that it was false? I would guess, I don't know, possibly. I mean, people sometimes fudge data for a variety of reasons. I think the difficulty is that, again, it comes back to this whole thing about truth, right? Is that there's, there's so much stuff that people say... That sentence that you said, you know, it's scientifically proven, mm-hmm. and and that is just the sentence that now has been so uh, unfortunately has been discredited. Well, people just distrust right? science. They distrust they everything. That, yeah. They distrust faith. They distrust. But God, then, what they, they don't distrust science, oddly is their own opinion. On well, yes, media. their own opinion or their own <laughs> incomplete understanding. Because okay, I could be like, I don't trust scientists, but what what I do trust is me. Well, who Google. knows nothing Google uh, about this? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, so why would I trust yeah. myself um, more true. than I would trust somebody who actually knows what they're talking about? Unless I think that person is evil yeah. and is trying to hurt me. It's um, actually a worthwhile question to come back to yeah. and to reflect on. And hopefully we won't lose that thought sometime this week about oh, the I'll idea. Oh, I'll lose it. It'll be gone in two seconds. But, but it, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's an interesting idea as to why we sometimes do trust Um data that's just you know in our own mind uh, small pieces rather than that that has been researched or that that has been you know experienced and uh and ignored so but yeah the me... false rumors like i think about the fact you've been the recipient or the target of a lot of false rumors but i would bet that most of those people do not think that what they've said is false yeah that's what i'm saying that they, they, think, they it's think it's true, true and so so it's, it's like i don't know as opposed to those who actually do know it's false and spread it, that's kind of weird. Yeah, but, um, I mean, I think people sometimes do that mm, for their own reasons, yeah. definitely. So let me repeat the question one more time then. Uh, which of the following is the biggest problem for you? Mocking and denying God, not following God, spreading false rumors, inciting sedition, or muttering malice? And what about for people in your social circle? Think about that, about your friends, your work, your school. Look after each other, live love, and we will connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. 
Until next time, look after each other and live love.